Hey, Outcomes Rocket listeners, Saul Marquez here. I get what a phenomenal asset a podcast could be for your business, and also how frustrating it is to navigate editing and production, monetization, and achieving the ROI you're looking for. Technical busy work shouldn't stop you from getting your genius into the world, though. You should be able to build your brand easily with a professional podcast that gets attention. A patched up podcast could ruin your business. Let us do the technical busy work behind the scenes while you share your genius on the mic and take the industry stage. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket, everyone. Saul Marquez here. Today, I have the privilege of hosting Andrea Ippolito. She currently serves as the CEO and founder of Simply Fed, which provides telelactation and nutrition support to help new parents get access to breastfeeding support from the comfort and safety of their own homes from international board-certified lactation consultants. She also serves as lecturer in the College of Engineering and SC Johnson College of Business at Cornell University. At Cornell, she directs the Women's Entrepreneurs Cornell Program and also had the opportunity to testify in front of the U.S. House of Representatives Committee on Small Business to push for additional support for diverse innovators in America. Prior to joining Cornell, Andrea served as the Director of Department of Veteran Affairs Innovators Network within the VA Center for Innovation. In this capacity, she designed and oversaw the creation of a $10.5 million program that provides the tools and resources to VA employees to develop innovations that improve the experience of veterans and their families. She's just an amazing contributor to healthcare with a really diverse background. And I'm really privileged to have Andrea here with us today to tell us about what they're up to at Simply Fed. Andrea, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah. So the work you're doing and the work that you've done has has really been been focused on on that access point and quality of care access. And so I'm excited to to learn more about Simply Fed and, and your other experiences. But before we dive into those, Andrea, tell us a little bit more about what inspires your work in healthcare. Yeah, well, I would say that answer has evolved significantly over the course of my lifetime. So when I first got into working in healthcare, it was as a scientist. And I was mm-hmm. just so excited to apply some of the knowledge that I had and was learning as a biomedical engineer to build better medical devices. And in particular, it was work focused on cardiovascular medical devices, which is one of the leading killers in the United States. So I was very focused on the engineering and scientific side of building devices, which are fantastic and game-changing and life-changing for the patients that it impacts. However, they're in reality a very small part of the healthcare ecosystem. And so then I went to MIT to learn about that broader ecosystem. And it's not just about the devices and the technology, but the systems that surround that technology. And I was infatuated with how those systems all come together to help support patients and caregivers. Now, of course, we know that fortunately and unfortunately, when you go down that arena of learning about healthcare systems, it becomes a quick game of following the money. And so learning about how those systems all interplay with each other has been fascinating for me. And so from there, I co-founded my first company, Smart Scheduling, which later got sold to Athena Health. And so that was a health IT play, but using predictive algorithms to predict no-shows to medical practices. And so 
in that sense, in that phase of my career, it was very focused on understanding how we could increase access to healthcare for individuals. And now after I've had my daughter and she's now about to turn three and I'm actually pregnant with my second daughter, um, I'm now... Oh, thanks. I'm pretty infatuated with how we can improve the system of care surrounding maternal, newborn, and child health because it's an area that has been drastically under-innovated in, underfunded, um, overlooked for decades. And after having my daughter May, through, uh, almost three years ago now, I just saw firsthand. It's interesting, and there's a lot of data to support this, with women in particular, healthy young women, the first major interaction that they have with the healthcare system is often in and around birth. And I, I went from, just as an example, taking no medications ever, not having to schedule my primary care appointments because I was young and healthy, and I'm you know, very thankful and lucky for that to having to take three medications a day and, you know, going to the doctor all the time because of different complications in and around birth. And I just saw firsthand how, frankly, just overlooked healthcare is in and around this arena for oh so many reasons. And I am a, a privileged white woman, never mind when you look black woman, where the maternal mortality rates are sadly extremely high, especially for such a country that's developed as ours. And so we started Simply Fed to tackle some of these issues that we see in around birth to better support moms and babies. Well, really appreciate the history there and, you know, the the track record that you've had of finding those the sleepy areas that, you know, need to have stones unturned and innovation implemented to create success. And so now you're you're focused on on this critical area where you're right. A lot of moms are faced with underwhelming quality of care and so many unnecessary deaths and complications to your point. What are we doing to make this better? So I'd love to to dive into that and and how Simply Fed is is adding value to the ecosystem. So something that's been very important to me throughout my career is that I'm not just adding to noise, but that I'm pushing a field forward. And so I first started that when I was part of and co-director of MIT Hacking Medicine, which this was now 11 years ago, which at the time was pretty revolutionary in the digital health arena. But we were bringing together engineers, entrepreneurs, clinicians, designers, scientists to hack and help create disruptive solutions in healthcare and medicine. And that's where my first company came out of. Also other companies like Rubicon MD and PillPack, which sold to, to Amazon for yep. close to a billion dollars almost three years ago. And so we were this force and we were all you know grad students at MIT, but nonetheless, all these incredible startups came out of it. And a big thing with that is that we were all part of this ecosystem together, contributing to it, mentoring each other, helping us access capital together, accessing partners together. And then I went to the VA and I was part of and, and led and started the Innovators Network, which was all about developing healthcare solutions to better support and improve the experience for veterans and their families. So contributing to the ecosystem is just something I just feel so strongly about. And so what does that look like with Simply Fed? So with Simply Fed, we're trying to increase access to lactation support and nutrition support. So whether you decide to breastfeed, use infant formula or both, 83% of moms do both. And we don't, we don't want to create camps here. We believe that either solution, we want to normalize breastfeeding, we want to normalize infant formula, and, and most importantly, we want to get support to new parents in and around birth. And we do that via telehealth. 
So that's our goal. That's our mission, what we're focused on. But to accomplish that goal, there's so much more that needs to happen in the ecosystem to better support moms and babies for us to achieve that mission. One thing that we're laser focused on is first off advocating for paid parental leave. There's no way that we're going to be able to accomplish our goal of increasing breastfeeding support and infant feeding support in or on birth to help improve confidence for moms and, and get them the resources they need until we get paid parental leave in this country. And that will give parents both the financial and physical freedom to breastfeed to accomplish our specific goal. But most importantly, it will give them the time to recover from the pretty intense, traumatic experience of giving labor. And I think going back to what I was saying earlier is that it's also critical that we treat labor as this major medical event because it is. So giving parents that protected time, especially moms, but both parents, um, we need to give them that access to paid parental leave, which gives them the financial flexibility, the time flexibility to focus on things like breastfeeding, but to recover as well. So that's one thing that we're doing is, is speaking out, talking about how can we get more support of paid parental leave. And there's oh so many great organizations out there that we're helping to bring transparency to First Thousand Days is one of those organizations. Highly encourage you to check out their website because they do a lot of wonderful, wonderful advocacy in this arena. And so make sure to, if you're not, write your congresswoman or man to talk about how they can advocate that for this. Because the good news about this policy is that it's actually quite bipartisan. They just disagree on uh, how to implement it. And so we're getting closer. Um, we're not there yet, but we're getting closer. So that's one way that we're contributing to the ecosystem. Secondly, it is we like to bring awareness for issues that previously are brushed under the rug that moms particularly don't know where to turn. Maybe that's on postpartum birth control. Maybe that's on constipation. Whatever that is, these topics that were previously taboo, we're trying to get evidence-based insights to parents because often right now they're left guessing. And then the third thing I'll say is that Unfortunately, we're seeing this right now with the COVID-19 vaccine is that there's a lack of clinical trial, lack of research, a lack of evidence surrounding pregnant and lactating women. And there's a long history of pregnant women and lactating women being left out of clinical trials saying, oh, it's too dangerous. Well, I get it to a certain extent, but the, on the other hand, I don't. We have so much health IT and technology now to do retroactive studies or for women to proactively sign up for registries so that we can get these insights to researchers, to clinicians, so that we can develop evidence-based or evidence-informed recommendations where the posture in the past has been to Heisman or push out pregnant and lactating women. And the reality is that time is gone. We have so many uh, modern, technologically-based ways that we can help include pregnant and lactating women. So we do a lot of advocacy on that arena too. Fascinating. No, you know, it, it, it's really interesting. You know, you guys on the one hand, are sort of an advocacy platform. On the other hand, you help get things done for the women and families and kids that need it. You know, really appreciate you highlighting some of these policy level issues that need to be addressed and also you know, employer level things that uh, need to be addressed. That was, uh, you mentioned the thousand days, the website's thousanddays.org, right? Yes, thousanddays.org. Yeah. Yes. Thousand days. Yeah. And it's just amazing. And I appreciate you bringing that up. 
I think it's a really interesting organization that that really ties nicely with the work that Andrea and her team at Simply Fed is doing. It's it's about the challenge around this and those first thousand days. If you haven't checked it out, check them out. Obviously, check out Simply Fed and, and all the work they're doing, simplyfed.com or simplyfed.us, either one works. Just bringing focus to this critical issue is is really the first step. So it's really energizing to hear you focus there. And so talk to us about what makes Simply Fed different than the other resources available out there for, for women. Yeah, well, thanks so much for asking that question. So Simply Fed, we're all about increasing access to lactation support and infant feeding support for new and pregnant parents. And I truly mean both new and pregnant parents. So we start working with moms and and babies, even unborn babies yet during pregnancy to start uh, providing information, evidence-based information to parents, particular moms about breastfeeding and infant feeding. So during the last trimester of pregnancy, we like to start working with mom uh, to understand you know, what is breastfeeding. We make sure she knows what rights she has available to her, that lactation support is something that is required to be covered by health plans and insurance according to the Affordable Care Act. Also, you're required to get a breast pump covered by your health plan and insurance according to the Affordable Care Act. So during pregnancy, we like to work with new parents to get their breast pump ordered, get it assembled. Between my mom and I, we have five engineering degrees and we had a heck of a time trying to put together the breast pump. And so it's not intuitive. And especially when we were trying to put it together when my daughter was screaming and she was dropping weight and oh gosh, it's just such a stressful time. And so yeah, we like to work with moms and babies before they're born. And then a big differentiator for us is not only that, but we like to longitudinally work with moms and babies. It's not just a one and done transaction, but after a baby is born, we like to then support and surge a visit via telelactation to, to the home to get mom and baby the support they need right after baby is born and then meet with mom and baby as much as they need until they reach whatever their respective goal is, whether that's exclusive breastfeeding, whether that's exclusive breastfeeding using a breast pump, whether that is doing both. And like I said earlier, 83% of moms do both. So we we try to smash some of the taboo and, and try to take away the stigma of being in one camp or the other. And whatever you decide to do for your baby is what best for, for you as a mom and also best for your baby. And we, we like to work with them on that journey. We like to think of it as similarly as you work with a trainer. So when you go to a gym, you meet however much, however often you go to the gym, you meet with them, maybe weekly, maybe monthly, whatever that is, you work with a trainer to get in shape. That's the way we like to think of our lactation support and infant feeding platform that we provide is we meet with them to get them the information they need, the insights they need, the coaching, the lactation consultant or counselor, they're incredibly qualified and, and they work with them, meet mom where she's at to meet her goals. And then we meet with them um, at least twice a month, if not more. Maybe it's for an hour an appointment. Maybe it's just for a quick 10-minute appointment surrounding a quick question they have. Another differentiator of us is that we are all telehealth and we've always been all telehealth. And I used to work with the military and did research surrounding launching and scaling telebehavioral health systems of care for service members of post-traumatic stress. 
Then I worked at the VA and a lot of our projects were in telehealth and VA is a leader in telehealth. And so after I gave birth and seeing how hard it was to access these expert consultants or having to go and park and or take this little itty bitty newborn that doesn't have their vaccines yet into to a clinic where there's so many germs, even before COVID-19, we just saw such an opportunity to leverage telehealth. And so that's another big differentiator of us is that we are all telelectation. We use the best practices surrounding telehealth to increase access to breastfeeding and infant feeding support from the comfort and safety of mom's home. And and what we have found is, of course, during COVID-19, moms like it, but what we've found is that moms appreciate it because it just gets them that better access. Whether you're in an urban area, would have to have gone and parked or you know take the subway, whatever. Or if you're in a rural area, and I actually live in a more rural area, um, this truly helps increase access to expert support. That's wonderful. And you know, Andrea, we so we've got a well. He he turns four in February. So when my wife had the baby, we had no idea. And we, we called, so I don't even know how it happened, but we found the lactation consultant. She came over and it was just like, wow, you know, wow. It was, it was just like our eyes opened because you don't know what you don't know. And that breast pump was such a pain. <laughs> My wife is also a biomedical engineer. <laughs> and how do you figure these things out? So you're, you know, mm-hmm. you, you have touched on something so critical. And now in the time that we're in with COVID, Ah, so great to know that that these options exist and and all the complications, right? That a woman could could be faced with. It, it becomes challenging. It's stressful. My my wife was like doing the breast pump thing in her car in between like mm-hmm. appointments. It, it's a challenge. So you're touching on so many things that I know our listeners are probably like, yes, yes, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> so as people listen and think about, well, okay, you know, this is this is making a big difference. What can they do to help you in the work that you're doing? Oh, well, goodness, thanks for asking that. So the number one thing that you can do is if you know of a pregnant or new mom, uh, send them our website because mm-hmm. it's amazing how little frankly, there is awareness for this. And I would absolutely put myself in this camp. And and when my daughter May was born, she was born early, she was born underweight. And I didn't know this support existed. And I didn't know things like my health insurance was required to cover lactation consultant appointments if I was breastfeeding. I also didn't know, as you heard, how to put together the breast pump. And mm. and I'm pretty usually very well informed on things, but I just had no idea. And so if you know of a pregnant parent or new parent, send them our website. We have a 10-minute free consult because we want to be there for parents. And even if they can't meet with us, we want to get them that support. So the the best thing that you can do is is first send them our website to support them. Uh, Secondly, for those that also know a new and pregnant parent, send them food or a takeout for, for a night or during their that. baby's first month. I know <laughs> it sounds so silly, but there are some very easy things that you can do that just brighten people's day, like send them takeout order, maybe their favorite takeout, and also just check in with them to see how they're doing, how they're feeling. I think everyone tends to ask how baby is doing, which is, oh my goodness, the first priority of all parents out there. But mom is recovering and yeah. they're probably not doing well because it is a pretty intense experience. And so checking in with mom to make sure she's okay and 
or letting her share her birth story. It's it's such an insane out of body literally experience when you 3D print a human. And so uh, those are some small things. And and then the last thing I'll say to tie back to what we were talking about earlier is you know write a letter to your congresswoman or man and let them know how you feel about paid parental leave because that's truly going to help so many moms and babies in particular and provide equitable access to paid parental leave. The vast majority of women in this country, unfortunately, don't get paid parental leave through their employer. And the majority of women, if you can believe this, are going back to work within two weeks, which is just insane. And so getting paid parental leave will provide that protected space, but also allow the woman to recover physically and emotionally, and then also allow them to to breastfeed and do oh so many things. So it's not just you know free time by any stretch of the imagination. So that's the probably the best thing you can do for your mom and baby compatriots. <laughs> Love it, Andrea. No, that's great. Pretty clear, clear ass there. Share it. You know, there's an opportunity to, to help a friend, help a family member help yourself, help your wife. Uh, this is just a great resource. And and the thing that I love about it too is how simple it is. One of the things that, that a lot of us struggle, even us insiders in healthcare is like, how much does this cost? And mm-hmm. like, you don't ever know. And it's, it's crazy. So with you guys, it's clear. And so I'll give you an opportunity to touch on that. Yeah. Thanks so much for asking. So we have a free 10 minute consult that we provide it to any mom that wants to sign up and come to our platform. Then we also offer a $50 30-minute appointment. And the good news is, is that after every appointment, we provide you with a super bill. And what a super bill, there's frankly nothing super about it, although you got to love the name. It's, it's an invoice that you can give to your health plan to get reimbursed for lactation support. And so, I, but I got to love that name, the super bill. So after every appointment, we provide a super bill so that you can then take that to your health plan to get reimbursed. We also offer a longer appointment that is up to an hour and a half um, where that's $150. And again, you can then submit that super bill to get covered by your health plan. We recommend if you're worried about it, calling your health plan ahead of time to make sure just to double check they cover it. They are required by law to cover it. So um, normally when you submit it, they do cover it, but we do encourage folks ahead of time to call to make sure it does get covered by their health plan. And then that visit comes with a couple of follow-up appointments as well. So that's uh, the beginning of, of how we like to work with moms. I love it. And it's clear. And then that you also accept HSA cards, right? Yes. And thanks yeah. for asking. It's covered by HSA and FSA. And that's another one of those benefits that I didn't know. And I don't know we about- We didn't either, Andrea. Like, you know, we paid 500 bucks for our lactation consultant and honestly didn't even submit it. Like- you know? Totally. And yeah. and that's money that you have in tax free. But I, I didn't know this either. And, and every year I double check with our account and make sure like they, if people can use it, and like, yes, this is re- required that they can use it. And so Amazing. HSA and FSA is another great resource that you can use to cover it. So there's lots of, lots of different options via your health plan or HSA or FSA. Love it. And you've done such a, you know, having been through a lot of these experiences, Andrea, knowing how the system works, I love that you've done this for us, that you've put the reimbursement and like, how do I take care of this? You've made it so clear. So I want to give you 
kudos for for how you've done this. Well, healthcare is sadly so confusing. And and it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, that to understand healthcare systems is to understand how to follow the money. Mm -hmm. And that's an unfortunate part about healthcare, whereas healthcare should be designed around the patient and family experience. And so as much as possible, we try to be very transparent about how healthcare works. But nonetheless, it doesn't need to be this confusing. And I think we all need to do a better job of people that are innovators in the healthcare and are building new technologies or are part of healthcare systems to thinking about how we can design healthcare experiences around the patient and family and caregiver experience so that they get healthier and happy and can be productive members of society. Love it. So as you think about the journey you're on, I mean, you're expecting another child, you're building this company. What would you say is one of the biggest setbacks that you've experienced uh, with Simply Fed? And, and what's a key learning that, that came out of it? Well, in terms of setbacks with Simply Fed, one of the things that we're always trying to figure out is how to communicate and how mm. to get the word out there about Simply Fed and, and not just, I hate to say it, be uh, beholden to, to digital ads. <laughs> and yeah. so and just giving more money to the Facebooks and Instagram. So we've tried to think of pretty unique ways to partner business to business, but it takes a while. And so we are always trying to think about new ways to get traction, but truly embed what we're doing in communities with people uh, that trust with people that they can trust are recommending Simply Fed. And so that's why I went back earlier to, you know, recommend our platform. So that's one of the biggest things that we've had to work through over this last year. Secondly is, and, and this is not having to do with Simply Fed, but just in general in my career, you know, I had to, I left my PhD after a year and and that, and I went to go work in government and and I always I don't know if I would use the word regret, but there's always this sense of like, oh, I should have finished my PhD. And, yeah. and because, but it was, oh, it was so hard. And, and frankly, I was, I was 30 when I started my PhD at MIT. And at that point, I was just out of the game for a bit. And so it was hard. And so that was one of those times in my life where I felt like a failure. But, but nonetheless, you end up seeing a different pathway. And, and so I, I definitely went on a new pathway, not end up pursuing my PhD, but got to love the journey. And, and I don't think I would be where I was today if I hadn't have done that. So it was a setback at the time, but ultimately it put me on this pathway to be able to found Simply Fed. Yeah, that's fantastic. Appreciate you sharing that. And yeah, that's, it's just, uh, you know, the way that you position what you've learned, how you, you know, folded that into the, the MIT uh, Medicine Hackathon and scheduling everything that you've done, right? I mean, everything has worked out. And so, you know, you always, you always think back though, and you think, hmm, could I have done that differently? You know? So how about the other side of the coin, Andrea, what, what are you most, most excited about today? So I am, and this is going to sound strange. So <laughs> okay. just recognize this. I'm, <laughs> sure. I am excited that the, the struggle that working women are facing is finally getting the light of day. And now it shouldn't have taken the pandemic to put that in such full view for people. But we know that women, especially after having a baby, leave the workforce at crazy rates or they take a role that's 
a, a, a step down. And that's okay, right? We A, we need to normalize that, that it's okay to take timeouts or leave the workforce. Absolutely. But the reality is that the systems in this country aren't set up to enable and support and buttress women if they don't want to have to take a timeout, but because of a lack of paper and to leave or lack of child care support, there, there's not the systems in place that allow the women that do want to stay in the workforce. And Unfortunately, the pandemic has brought that out into vicious light. So the reason why I said it sounds strange is because I'm at least happy that this is all coming to light and so that we as a nation, uh, whether that's at the federal, state, or local level, can come together to help support working women. And I think that's also important, whether that's on things like advocating for paid parental leave, we know that we need to tackle that. But I'm excited that it's having having its moment and so that we can actually design societal policies and systems and structure to better support working parents. The other thing I'll say, and this is as a founder and CEO of a company, is that I'm actively fundraising right now and I live in upstate rural New York. and. What's been nice, and I hate to use the word nice because we're in the middle of a crisis and you know 400,000 people are dying, and which is terrible and it's a tragedy. And there's now more awareness to being able to do things virtually, which is a little bit more flexible, frankly, for gotcha. working parents. And so I've been able to have investor calls over Zoom when normally I would have had to traverse the country and I'm pregnant and, and, <laughs> yeah, and I have a kid. Mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and that's expensive. And but most importantly, I, I just can't do that as a mom as much as I would like. And so I'm hoping we think of new ways of working that help support and retain all working parents, but in particular working moms. Love it. Yeah, no, that's that's fantastic. And kudos to you for doing this all while you're, you know, expecting a new baby. You've got a, a three-year-old and, you know, just just incredible. Very inspiring, Andrea. So really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. Folks, a reminder, it's simplyfed.com. Check them out there. There's so much to be done here. So we're we're glad you're doing a lot of work here, Andrea. Leave us with the closing thought and the best place that the listeners could get in touch with you and, and talk about collaboration or just to connect. Yeah. So closing thoughts is that, you know, if you are a working parent out there and you are struggling, you got this. It's so hard. Just know that you're part of a parent community that is wanting to support you. And, and I think the best thing we can all do is to share our struggles. And that way, other working parents don't feel alone. And like they're the only ones that are facing this situation. So we got you. I believe in you. And so nonetheless, uh, keep on keeping on. Would love, love, love to partner with any people, organizations out there. And so you can get in touch with me at Andrea at simplyfed.us. And simplyfed is, we love our name, but it autocorrects to simplified. So make sure you say Andrea at simplyfed, S I M P L I F E D dot US. And we'd love to find a way to partner or reach out to us on LinkedIn or Instagram as well. We closely monitor our Instagram and and check us out at, at Simply Fed Baby on Instagram. Love it. Hey, thanks for calling out. That autocorrect is so annoying sometimes. Oh, right? <laughs> the worst. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Simply Fed, F-E-D. Make sure that autocorrect doesn't fix your uh, your opportunity to connect here with, with Andrea and her awesome team. Andrea, thanks for what you do. And thanks so much for spending time with us today. Thank you. I hope you have a good rest of your day, everyone. 
Hey everyone, Saul Marquez here. Have you launched your podcast already and discovered what a pain it could be to keep up with editing, production, show notes, transcripts, and operations? What if you could turn over the keys to your podcast busy work while you do the fun stuff like expanding your network and taking the industry stage? Let us edit your first episode for free so you can experience the freedom. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more.